I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. experience lad with us today oh not anymore we don't uh, ladies and gentlemen welcome to the football ramble lovely to have your ears oh and there's three chaps with me can you believe it the pride of Essex it's Jim Campbell hello oh Jimmy how are you I'm good <laughs> uh, people's champion Pete Donson's here MC Skibbity yes <laughs> and it's the face it's Luke Moore alright how you doing boys Everybody good? Marvellous. Mm. Now then, the League Cup final has uh, has been settled and the winning goal was down to an error. Mm. I'd like to ask you, beautiful men, can you remember a mistake that changed a big match? Maybe even cost a team it. James Hodge. Well, obviously I'm still um, very, very um, bitter about the whole thing, uh, so I'm feeling quite, you know, self-harmy. So I'm going to c- continue that vein and go for when Naeem scored <laughs> from near the halfway line <laughs> oh, yeah. against David Seaman uh, in, the, in the Cup Winners' Cup final, and obviously it was like really, really late on. It'd been a really tight game. And was, it was that a mistake? Gutting. Though? Well, Seaman was far off his line, wasn't he? And it was. Yeah. You know, it was a great strike. It was. Yeah, I'm not taking anything. It was away very from high, it. wasn't it? Just yeah. Incredibly, yeah. ridiculously high. I don't know how he managed to think. Right. Well, I, I don't know how much to calibrate his foot to sort of go just deal with one dimension rather than <laughs> <laughs> do you think adding in height as well do you think now if it had been in uh, oh I forget there's only a few stadiums with with the camera above yeah, the Mexico, pitch Azteca and Mexico City <laughs> like it's uh, I, don't know if it, I don't know if it was a camera but would it have would it have hit that I mean that, those Possibly, kind of yeah. could stop more naive methods <laughs> I used to play in, um, when I played as a kid on Sundays uh, there used to be a team we used to play away at called Funtley um, Funtley yeah <laughs> That's Brilliant. not a joke. That's not even. It's not even a joke. Funtly. They used to have a, um, a big a load of electric cables over the pitch. What? That's yeah, dead. That's that's a pile. Used to play under a pilot. Stupid. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, it, sh- it wasn't that high. It was about thirty foot high. They should have a big net, just like about like fifty <laughs> feet up in the air. And if you can get it in, it should count as a goal, <laughs> like a big basket. Because <laughs> that wouldn't ruin the boot. Set. Game, Is that it? You? <laughs> <laughs> but didn't didn't uh, two thousand and six? Didn't Paul Robinson hit the yeah, scoreboard in, in Germany? Yeah, yeah. Mm. It was no. It was a camera. Hmm. I thought it was this big scoreboard No, no it was a camera that was uh, um, One of those ones on the, the wires above, above, okay. the, above the pitch I forgive I forgive you then Pete, what have you got for us, babe? <laughs> Self-destruction as an art form Citizen Zidane Doing the headbutt Oh, right Yeah, that, yeah okay. I suppose that was, yeah Because he would have taken a penalty And God knows he could hit a ball Yeah, yeah. Mm. So uh, Oh, an interesting one there Sending off Well, he well, let him down, that directly he? cost the game, though, did it? He was well, a very talented player, and to be fair, he was a player who could have changed the match. But I, I, yeah, I do understand that he. But he would have taken a penalty, definitely, surely. But it was it was mistaken to begin. And actually, I thought France. I, th- I mean, he had a header that was tipped over the bar in the extra yeah. time. I mean, I think that should have been the moment, shouldn't it? Yeah, it should have. Hmm. It should have. 
It, 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 allow it, Luke. Okay, well, it's fine. I'll just, I'm just, just having a little point. Don't allow him to allow it. It's up to you to allow <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. <laughs> Carry on. Luke. I'll go for um, World Cup 1990, any excuse. Mm. Um, second round, Colombia versus Cameroon. Oh! Now you're talking. <laughs> nil nil at full time. Three goals scored in extra time. And the winner. In space of about five minutes. Yeah, I think so. Minutes. Well, I think the first one was about 105 minutes. Last one was about, I don't know, about 112 or something. But okay, yeah, right. okay, okay. And, and the winner was Higita coming way out of his line. <laughs> Columbia. Yes, of course. And uh, Roger Mia nipped in there. To be fair to Higita, he gets the ball about 40 yards out gives it simple to a defender who yeah. then passes it straight back to him yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's expecting it he tries a Cruyff turn it goes horribly wrong <laughs> and Roger Mia nips in and then Higita tries an outrageous two footer to stop him but <laughs> Mia's not having it and, and that's that 2-1 it's over an excellent choice from Luke Moore there ladies and gentlemen it, it featured World Cup 90 and Higita and Roger Mia exactly. <laughs> and Barry Davis doing the commentary well oh, you, you're sneaking he? that in late yeah I'm not sure if he did or not <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you one uh, game he did do the commentary on which was a big moment which well it, perhaps it didn't change the game but it's more of an honourable mention is oh, oh Pat, Pat, Pat Bonner, Bonner. Yeah. Bonner. it's been yeah. well too long since we mentioned that yeah that's right what <laughs> uh, I'm going to choose was uh, when England were playing, playing France at Euro 2004 and oh yeah the James Z- Zidane tucked away the penalty to make it one all after Lampard had scored and that was gutting enough mm. and then Steven Gerrard does a very very silly back pass yeah. It was more of a through ball to Thierry Henry, wasn't it? <laughs> and James took him out, didn't he? Yeah. Mm. He had nothing, there's nothing he could do, though, Jamo. Yeah. Right. And then 2-1. And then that was when Zidane did a sick. He did, yeah. yeah that's right. the penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luke Moore's got the points. Yes. Oh. He heard the cocktail. You heard the cocktail of what he a gave up. A potent mix. <laughs> I, mean, I think we can all agree. It's like a PowerPoint presentation with Luke. He just sort of goes, right, it's got this person in, it's got this person in. Yeah. In summary, I rock. Give me yeah. the points. If it was a cocktail... What's it's Marcus's def- criteria? <laughs> if it was a cocktail, it was definitely a mark. Oh, <laughs> nice. Surprisingly, surprisingly good, Luke. Thank you very much. At, uh, at an yeah. early juncture mm. as well. Yeah, you won the points last week, I think, James. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just bitter about not winning things this week. Particularly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Funny, typical, <isn't> typical. <laughs> uh, dear, that does move us on neatly to uh, a great win for Birmingham City mm. in the League Cup final. First uh, trophy in a long, long time yeah. for them. Mm. They've won it twice, haven't they? Yeah, it was 63, was it? I think, I think it was, it was the first time they won it. Yeah. yeah, as I got here for recording tonight, um, Pete was trying to find um, what player it was that like slapped Lauren Koscielny on the back of his head um, mm. after the second goal went in. And he was just like really rewinding it to find out exactly what <laughs> happened. So I had I to watch the goal well. over and over <laughs> again and hear Lauro making his pithy little comments as if yeah. Pete was deliberately torturing me. It's Pete's little stat truck, replay truck. Lauro was in sparkling form. He kept going on the really weird flights of fancy around sort of different pop culture Twitter. references that are about 20 years out of date yeah. <laughs> at one point Steelers he went Steelers wheel yeah stuck, in, really? the, stuck in the middle with you Steelers wheel <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that yeah. Yeah. No, he did yeah, it was because it was um, Drogba to the um, left uh, Viali to the right and he went Stuck in the middle with you, Steelers <laughs> wheel. Took ages to think of it yeah, as well. Yeah. It's less a joke, more sort of what's the first thing that's coming to my head. Association. Yeah. There was uh, there was a lovely bit of uh, commentary. We spoke about radio commentary a few <laughs> weeks ago, but Robbie Savage is worth listening back to. Um, I think it's well, it's, it's in the middle when they score the goal, basically. Yeah. And he goes mental. Yeah. <laughs> 
I really think on a more serious note I mean Arsenal didn't really get to grips with Birmingham midfield no. and, and, and a real interesting one was I'm not sure if you watched the BBC coverage um, but they had an interview with Wenger beforehand and, uh, and the interviewer I forget who it was said and uh, what are Birmingham's strengths and Wenger said oh they're very strong and technically good in midfield with Boya and Ferguson well, why play Rizicki in there then? Yeah, no, Rizicki <laughs> had an absolute mare, didn't he? He, he should really, have had Nez- Nazri in there. Bayou was excellent. Yeah, I, I think so. I think Nazri shines whenever he's sort of put in the centre. Um, he's been one of the best Arsenal's best players this season. Well, he's been one of the, arguably one of the best players in the league, I would mm, think. Yeah. It, it seems strange. But, but Rizicki sort of come back into form a little bit, hasn't he? He played a couple, yeah. couple, couple of all right matches. It's an odd gamble. It's a very strange move. Um, well, he wouldn't be playing, wouldn't he? It wasn't for Fabregas. But still, our Shavin coming off instead of Rizicki was interesting as well but I mean like I say credit to Birmingham I, I think Arsenal had sort of more shots on target and more possession and stuff but they actually you know made theirs count and um, early on as well there was yeah. so much fortune for Arsenal with Jesney um, not getting sent off oh, and yeah, giving away have, a yeah. penalty which he, he definitely should have but, it I wasn't mean, offside was it no it wasn't no and it's, so there was a huge let off there and sort of like the luck just tipped completely the other way by but the end we, of it. every time um, luck or Martins. incompetence <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every, every time Martins used to play for Newcastle against Arsenal I see, they, they always used to run scared because he's mm. a, a little bit nippy and yeah. he can hit a ball and he's, they all just he's, back he's scored against, and it's, they still still do that scored against us when he played for Inter once as well yeah. at Highbury and um, yeah Birmingham ran at Arsenal a lot they weren't afraid mm. to do that and Arsenal stood off them quite a bit it yeah. was a great yeah. cup tie it was a really good it was good. blood and thunder mm. Stephen bar Carl hit post Steve, hit end to yeah. end Stephen Carr was brilliant yeah he, he was, was yeah. he was excellent like, he was taking on players and stuff I was like well, where's this come from <laughs> yeah. Van Persie's goal was brilliant as well yeah. he's sort of been lost amongst yeah, it was. the chaos It was a good. he injured himself doing it he did that against Man United once he actually broke his foot Equalising. <laughs> That's how fragile it is. Yeah. Cares. And determined. Yeah. yeah. The Birmingham goal was a Ben Foster uh, pass for me. It was an assist because yeah. he leathered oh, yeah, the ball yeah, as yeah, hard yeah. as he could. Yeah. I was he a put shot. everything into that. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was funny. Paul Merson was going mental after the game, just saying, "What? Why doesn't Vega just go out there and buy a proper set? Get Cahill. You've won the cup. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. they've got Foster and Johnson at the back, they've won it. Game over. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Kishani's been playing very well, well lately. It's a yeah. shame that such a yeah. horrible error. Has I, do, I do think I do think Kishani's okay. I, I, I mean. Uh, one thing I will say is his performance against Barcelona was massively overrated by a lot of people. I mean, that he had a good second half. Mm. The first half he was nowhere near Messi. No, no. And then, and then, and and it's not his fault, of course. But the press the next day was saying, "Oh, Messi was in his pocket and stuff." Not it's true. Not true. No. And it's Messi, not helpful Messi, to say that either. Messi, you know, Messi had a, a couple of chances. Messi could have legitimately got a hat trick there yeah. because the, the goal should have stood that he did score. Mm. And you know, just because Messi got through and didn't score mm. um, doesn't mean that he didn't get through. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, exactly. Right. No, exactly. And and, and the, as I said to my Marcus actually around the same time we recorded. Um, th- there's a difference between if you if you play centre back at whatever level you play at, you know when you've had the strike in your pocket, mm-hmm. or he's got you've been really lucky because he's not scored, he's had a load yeah. of chances, and you know that, and I'm sure he knows. But Kachelli was at fault for the, for the for the second goal. Arguably, you could blame Chesney as well. But the first goal was Euro's fault because mm. he left Zigic. Mar- he left him. He was marking yeah. him, and, and you saw him follow the ball. Chesney flapped it as well. Van Persie yeah. had to come over and just throw himself at it. Didn't yeah, he? that's Which right. Was just odd. But like, as Marcus said, I mean, the second goal at any level, you'd be disappointed with that. You'd, course, you'd, yeah. you'd think, oh god, I can't yeah, believe that's happened. You know, so it's a, mm. it's a bit of a weird one. A weird one indeed. But the cup belongs to Birmingham. And, and, full, and full credit to them because they, they didn't go out to kick lumps out of Arsenal. They played no, well and they, they really battled hard. Um, McLeish is, uh, is oh, we loved it. Did a good job there, isn't he? And yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, it's a t- uh, trophy records are quite impressive actually. I mean, obviously he's won quite a bit of stuff stuff in Scotland. Um, 
and it's good for him to get a trophy in England mm. Mm, definitely I mean the thing is about that people say well, Birmingham are still in trouble in the league but really everyone in the bottom half is. there's six yeah. points separate in the bottom oh, half I think that's and West Ham are climbing off the bottom it's like, oh <laughs> yeah. god yeah, what's yeah. happening yeah. well we move on to West Ham it was a lovely goal from Scott Parker it's brilliant wasn't it yeah. they played excellently well he kissed, he kissed the camera didn't he yeah he did yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's a Gerrard special take <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jimmy yeah. that's what I would shout every time I scored if I was Denver Bar Denver Bar Denver Bar Denver Bar West Ham I'd prefer to call him Dembaba. Yeah, okay. I just, yeah. Like, I just like that more. But he's been a great signing for them, hasn't he? I think West Ham, um, you know, it was interesting that Gary O'Neill and Denver Bar combined for the second. Uh, goal, a great as we were player. saying, they're, they're, their signings have really given them some momentum. Mm. They've, they've used the transfer like, market very, very well. He's, he's a very underrated player, in my opinion, Gary O'Neill. I can't believe he was in the mm. Championship for as long as he was because he's too good for the Championship. And, th- and that, actually, that midfield that West Ham had against Liverpool, uh, Hitzelsperger, Parker, and Noble, that's yeah. a good midfield. Well, yeah. Hitzelsperger, they've been really unlucky with him because, I mean, yeah. he's, 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 he's a good player. He, Two games back, like now is it he's played for them? Yeah, he's, he's, been injured. he's doing mm. really well in a in a preseason. They're all very excited about him, and uh, he just looked dangerous, didn't he? And you know, there's a screamer. He's only like a, f- a few games away <laughs> at any yeah. one time. With yeah, exactly. Rocket of a foot he's got on him. Here, here they come, West Ham. Mm. I think they'll stay up. I'll mm. Put him on the then. They, I mean, Liverpool can deal with can deal with that midfield three. I mean, Lucas who's normally pretty reliable. Um, Morelos wasn't in the game, no. and they went off. But Gerald was quiet as well. He was, and and they can't play. If they play like that every week, there's no chance. Rainer should have done a lot better for the third goal. Oh god, that was woeful. Yeah, I mean, especially given the stakes that Liverpool just scored as well. Yeah. You've got to be switched on. It's there. a sickener because they just completely left the back door open. There's mm. no way Rainer should have let that through his fingers. It was stupid. Stupid indeed. Wigan got beat. Beaten 4 0 by Manchester United. Yeah, figuratively and literally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne Rooney's elbow. How has he got away with that? <laughs> is James McCarthy going to be banned for headbutting Wayne Rooney in the elbow? <laughs> <laughs> it would have been. Well, the referee dealt with it in the game, so yeah. I wouldn't think he well, would Well, you be. say he dealt with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just, is that not a. St- it was yeah, a pity definitely. because he played he played quite well and yeah, he, 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 he laid on a couple of decent chances for other people and oh, I yeah. mean is it, is, is it annoying that the FA's hands are tied there because they go to Clattenburg and say well it's, they're tied because of Clattenburg they had the option if sure. Clattenburg had said I don't think I dealt with uh, dealt with it because this isn't what I saw blah blah but blah then they could have done something but, but Clattenburg it, himself has said he doesn't think but if Clattenburg comes out there. and says oh I haven't yeah you might want to give him a bit more punishment that looks like Clattenburg's a bit incompetent it's, no no it's way off the ball come on he's no, got to go with the boys yeah, but maybe te- that's what Clattenburg's thinking. The, the problem is the technicality. The fact that the, if Clattenburg is what like, a lot of people say he is, and he's a bit egotistical, and he sort of seems to be quite pally with the players, mm. if he's one of those characters, let's face it, referees are a certain type of character. If he's he's not readily going to admit if he's missed something or made a mistake, yeah. then the technicality comes into play and nothing mm. can be done. It's crazy. It's not the referee's fault in a way. They should be able to look at no, everything. It's not at all. I know, the thing is, if they do look at everything retrospectively, it's a bit of a floodgate gets open and it can yeah. be a bit d- tricky. But that that cannot be allowed to go on. Clattenburg outrageous to the FA. I saw there was an infringement clearly, or there yeah. was a coming together, whatever you want mm. to call it. But he didn't see it because you just sent him off. Yeah, and so he should say that to the FA, and then they should take. The well, he missed it, or he's incompetent. It's yeah. take, take your pick. Away from away from that though, what is Rooney doing? I didn't see the game itself; I just saw the highlights of it. But w- was there an early inc- earlier incident between them? Because it just it appeared he was knocked over one point in the goal mouth, as I recall. He just but I don't think it was by that player. He just does it. Uh, but he's not learning. Well, there are no. th- th- reams and reams of Collinges written about how he's not learning and Someone how he keeps doing these crazy things. And he's got Alex Ferguson there, surely telling him to oh, cut all this out. What about Ferguson and Phelan? They piped up, didn't they? They were just like, oh, c- can we not just let the referee get on with his job? 
They both yeah. said. I mean, can you believe mm. that? Uh, it appears yes. we literally can't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know what? And the Wayne Rooney thing is like, it's very tempting just to go, you know what? He's a young man. Like, he's 25 now. Yeah. yeah. He's 25. Right. If he was 17 and breaking into the scene and he was a bit of a he's raw been talent. for nine years. Exactly. It's that stupid. That's stupid. crazy, isn't it? Mm. Not to see John. I'm getting it all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not to see John Hartson on Match of the Day too. Mm. Mm. He was he, not happy. Was he, he wasn't happy. At it all. was good to see a sort of genuine kind of um, punditry. <laughs> yeah, a, a yeah, genuinely yeah, angry opinion. Just somebody who's not sort of been chained to just pleasantries. Which he means he almost certainly won't be invited back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For somebody who's never done anything off the ball in his footballing career. Exactly. Absolutely. I'll take a bill. Just because he's a hypocrite doesn't mean he's wrong. No, it's true. Yeah. And also. So for anyone to interrupt Mark Bright <laughs> yeah, yeah. thumbs up it's a skill in itself yeah. that's it it's a skill in itself <laughs> oh dear um, uh, oh go on then Ashley Cole shot a workplace boy with a with a uh, air rifle Carlo Angelotti says that this doesn't mean that um, there is sort of like unrest and a lack of kind of um, um, discipline or, or whatever at, at, at Chelsea I don't care what the context is Your left back has shot A 21 year old work experience kid At work Yeah at work well, <laughs> Don't care what the context no, is no. That there is, that It's unruly He brought an air rifle to training Yeah It's well, not no, just what the sat around like, on, on the BBC website It actually said Chelsea manager the, 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 the headline was Chelsea manager Carlo Ancelotti Says there is not a disciplinary problem At the club After Ashley Cole Accidentally shot a work placement student Now imagine working up from a coma And <laughs> reading that <laughs> Man City a third And and the shooting's gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is happening? It's like, here? what is going on? Uh, David Nugent's got two goals in two games, <laughs> and someone's <laughs> shot someone. The, the thing is, and, and one of the, one of the sort of um, the sort of uh, reactions I've I've read, which I don't accept, <laughs> and a lot of people have said it is, oh yeah, you know, but if it wasn't actually cold, it wouldn't be a story. Mm, it's a player with a gun <laughs> at work. <laughs> it would be a story. You shot someone. Yeah, <laughs> it's, the, it's the most high-powered gun you can own without needing a license. Yeah, yeah. It, just, it, it drew blood. It's absolutely ludicrous. Yeah. But I mean, that's a, that's a childish thing to be doing as well, isn't it? Like even pointing a plastic gun at someone is just not. <laughs> someone nice. It's a dickhead management uh, manager yeah. sort of like. It, it reminds me of being in an office and a manager going, "Oh, I've got a toy gun that shoots yeah. little foam." balls at you I'm funny it's this horribly bullying alpha male thing to be doing yeah. isn't it? it's pointing a gun at a work experience kid T- to be fair though he won't be work experience for very long he will have a job that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was guaranteed exactly. shoot me injury <laughs> lawyers for you yeah. Yeah. I saw on one of the tabloids it said a source said the club didn't want this getting out well it's got out because of you yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> patting yourself on the back yeah. 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 Hey, maybe oh. you should have done better shooting the weekend before, yeah? Uh-huh. 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 I saw someone say, once a gunner, always a gunner. Yeah, well, yeah. Not bad. That's, that's not strong. bad, that's better. A source and a pal, I've got a lot to answer for. A hawk and a hacksaw. Yeah. <laughs> Marvellous. Um, oh, other little bits of aggression in the air. The, uh, Manchester City. Fulham, a good point for them, but Hughes and Mancini with a little mm. bit of arsenal. If I ever meet Mark Hughes, I'm going to make sure to look him dead in the eye. <laughs> He's got a real beard in his bonnet, hasn't he? Yeah. It, was it was bad by Mancini. It was bad by Mancini. It was really disrespectful, but Stupid. Hughes has got previous. He's mm. got about not two or three, like four or five. Mm. Problems with handshakes. Yeah, I bet he's just got one of those <laughs> terrifyingly strong grips on his handshake, so people just don't want to do it after a little while. It's just like, Mancini, oh, I remember what this is. Mike, like. Yeah, oh, right. Mancini was disrespectful. Though, wasn't he, he didn't he even was. look at him. He just went to give him a little sort of fake side five, didn't he? Mm. And Hughes made sure that that, that his uh, kind of flick away with the hand was yeah. was, was no visible. Yeah, he, he, there was a bit of afters after that as well. I think we pointed at his eyes or something. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. He must have been saying, oh, "Look me not, in the eye." Did yeah. he go to shake? Was it David Platt's hand or somebody? And then pulled his hand away? I don't know. <laughs> you know, he's just not let the whole city thing go, has he? Hughes? They're in their forties. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, Dad. Tevez did something quite cheeky as well, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, that was. He might as well be looking over to Mancini when he did it, sort of thing. You know, oh, he's, he's my friend. Yeah. It's a good goal from Balotelli, though. It was great hit. Great. He's a terrible player. hair. Oh, yeah. It's awful hair. Changes every week. Mm. And it's always bad. Actually, it's, it's like this <laughs> yeah. kind of horrendous psychedelic game of guess who. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, uh, uh, speaking of uh, the, the League Cup final, Sanya, he's gone for an almost like a little a bit little of a, 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 a little badgy or sort of He's thing. halfway between. He's halfway between, isn't he? I swear he's gone. He's gone for a badger. Um, I thought Duff's goal was quite a nice uh, move. It was a good finish. It was. Johnson put a great ball across. Mm. Really mm. hard ball to defend good against. Good to see him that. back. Johnson was oh, before. But AJ. still true. Now, something I'd like to mention here, and we, we had an email in Ramble Extra last week um, from a, a chap called Imran, and it's got to be brought to the main show. Mm. The singing Breda Hanglin's name to the Jurassic Park tune. Oh, that's right, because like, oh. we talked about doing Asamoah Jan to Iron Man by Black Sabbath. Yeah. And then Imran emailed back in with um, Breda Hanglin, Breda Hanglin. Brilliant. Breda Hanglin. Which I think could work. Well, yeah. it also, Asamoah Jan also works. That yeah, thing. it does actually. Same syllables. Mm. Yeah, absolutely mm. right. And and it's all about David syllables. Platt. So, so, <laughs> so full of fans, break the habit of a lifetime <laughs> and get a song going. Gabby Aglon, Love, of Let's go down to the championship. Fitz eh? Hall. <laughs> Pele. <laughs> <laughs> Stop now. Swansea, a second. Unbelievable. Yeah. Nottingham Forest are down to fifth. We've gone on about the Forest and up to second last week they were. Schmeichel was busy. Roller coaster. They didn't even lose Forest. They could Jurassic go back Moore. to third if they win tomorrow, which is the Tuesday. So it's a full programme yeah. tomorrow. Portsmouth mm. Hunters Gunthorpe. Incredible. Mm. Paul Pompey. Was a good yeah, yeah. Win. Four wins in a row without conceding a goal and a home to Scunthorpe tomorrow. It's winnable. 13th. Mm. I know. I can't believe They're it. They're timing it. It's timing. Hey. Nugent's like scored. Hasn't he scored like all of his goals against Ipswich in the last few series <laughs> seasons? They all count. He, he loves scoring against they Ipswich. They all count. I think you mean Eugenio. Yeah, in fairness, <laughs> in fairness to, to Ipswich, Portsmouth were outclassed by Ipswich and they might somehow managed yeah. to win 2-0 away. They were really under the cosh in the first half. Yeah. It Steve, doesn't make it count at all. Steve Cottrell. Child's voice? <laughs> yeah, he's really enthusiastic. Yeah. Marcus loves Steve Cottrell. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's a top man. Top man. He's like a sort of... Uh, he's got a baby Dennis Wise voice. <laughs> That's a really, really <laughs> horrifying image. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if you had a baby and it was just a little Dennis Wise. <laughs> I, I was under the impression that a child's Dennis Wise voice is actually Chucky from Child's Play. <laughs> okay, I'll take that, yeah, yeah. yeah isn't it? La, la, la. Dear, oh dear. Right, uh, on to the SPL. Oh, ho, ho. The title race is back on. Stop this. Hearts have moved to within nine points. <laughs> Suck it, Marcus. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Motherwell 2, Celtic nil, Pete. Yeah. Celtic, Celtic was 17 games unbeaten. Mm. Going oh, into oh. that. Rangers won, so yeah. It's, uh... It just shows you what an unpredictable league it is, Luke. <laughs> yeah. I mean, literally anyone can win it, Rude. <laughs> well, it's been... No, come on, don't be silly. It's between three teams. But, um, uh, yeah, Hearts drew away to Aberdeen. I was talking to a friend of mine um, who Ooh. knows a chap who. Yeah, yeah, things you don't have. Yeah. And uh, he. Um... I'm more of a colleague, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One word to describe it. Um, a friend of his uh, plays for Aberdeen Youth. Uh, in the youth set up there and when Mark McGee was in charge 
they said he was a miserable sod and like loads of people wanted to leave but no Craigie Brune and Archie Knox they're loving it the whole feeling the whole mood of the club has changed they just everybody loves them everybody oh, wants great. to stay there I play. like to hear that it's impossible to hate Craig Brown that's yeah, it's actually impossible but him, he, Brown and Knox are just uh, like they'll just have a chat with anybody the, the door's always open in the office If you, he says like if you just walk past come inside and have a cup of tea here and they'll just be talking <laughs> about football yeah. great stuff <laughs> that's great it's great to hear great that's, to why they're my, that's why they're my Scottish team the Dons why just because of those two they've only been there recently yeah so you know a lot of my family from there Marcus oh ok <laughs> a little bit of more history there yeah. wow uh, some would say too much <laughs> uh, right La Liga Real Madrid dropped points away mm. they hate playing Deportivo don't they <laughs> and who was on brilliant form for Deportivo to keep him out Aaron Zubia yeah, the guy it. who scored the goalkeeper who scored mm. yeah. the week before yeah he had a really good game actually clean sheet clean sheet sorry Benzema missed an absolute Sitter, did, did you see I that? Didn't it see just, it, no. it just caught, caught up in his feet, um, just as like, I think it was. It was Ronaldo actually put a really good cross on. It, it was like two yards out, and he, he just got it caught up. And you can just, with the pressure Benzema's under at the moment, yeah. you know, Mourinho clearly doesn't seem to rate him. You really feel for him. But it's like, oh, you've got to be putting that away. Yeah, <laughs> you don't help yourself there. Well, that leads. Well, Barcelona had quite a lot of players out, didn't they? They had Valdez out, Puyo out, uh, Xavi didn't play. Mm. Um, yeah, it was weird. Danny Alves win. didn't play. <laughs> We're talking to Barcelona. They're not happy with Arsenal's perceived lack of ethics in signing um, midfielder John Torrell Harper. Mm. They signed him, have they? S- I, I'm not to my knowledge, but they're trying to. He's half English, Swings isn't he? Roundabouts. He's half English. He can play for England, I think. I he think won't. his mother's English. He won't. Get him. Get anyone. Get in the team now. Get him. Just get him back. Anyone. Chelsea. Just someone. We'll have half of him. It's fine. We'll tape it with Sean Wright Phillips. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Barcelona are not happy about this. No, well, I know. Oh, damn it! It's under, I'm just it's the same for all the Spanish clubs, isn't it? Because the English clubs have this weird loophole where they can offer them professional contracts early, a year earlier. Yeah, yeah. So, Barcelona yeah. did try to sign one of Arsenal's youth players last year, though. <laughs> yeah, well, they've done it with Henri. They've done it. They, they do it all the time. And the point is, they're all at it. Yeah, everyone's yeah, at it. All well, there's and uh, I, I kind of agree with Barcelona. It is kind of Im- a bit immoral, but so is their pursuit of you know Fabregas with Xavi coming out every ten minutes and saying that Cesc Fabregas has got Barca DNA. You know, it's just right in saying that Barcelona wants. Give a trial to a six-year-old boy once. Yeah, it's mad. Isn't oh, it? It's a little Argentinian kid. It's yeah, a waste of time. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He well, just did it at random. <laughs> he just went, anybody? <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, but well, the thing about though that Messi made his Barcelona debut at sixteen, and he moved mm. over there when he was about eleven or twelve. Mm. <laughs> the, the thing about the the, the um, Fabregas having Barca DNA there is it's it's not only annoying; it's medically incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> really it's is. the scientific community offers. Oh, are the, are the results back? <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, Definitely. it's just setting the entire world back. It really, it really is. School of thought. My goodness, Serie R time, eh? Palermo zero, Udinese seven. Alexis Sanchez was absolutely <laughs> magnificent. If you, now, if you're talking about waking up from a coma, if you woke up from a coma and just watched that game, you think he was the best player in the world? Yeah, he was. The way you went around the keeper for a second goal with a couple of step overs. Oh yeah, yeah. A couple, yeah. Of, couple of lollipops. Lollipops. Yeah. That's that's X on FIFA. <laughs> it was amazing, but it has to be said that Palermo's marking specifically for Udinese's second mm. goal. Was I'm going to stick my neck oh out and God. say it's definitely the worst mark I've seen this season. No, I'd, yeah, I'd say that it, it was all to do with the keeper for me. You'd have to watch three seasons of Italian football to see worse scorekeeper. <laughs> it was, it was, it was just bouncing off his hands. I, I don't know what he'd put in his gloves. Chocolate wrists. Mm. <laughs> this is so. Well, they're not. They're quite close to each other in the league. 
Yeah. You know, it's yeah, but one team are taking drugs before they play I mean, Palermo, another run. <laughs> yeah, true. Palermo's managers were under the cost. Palermo had a couple of sendings off, but it was, I think the first one was when it was 3 0 and the second one when it was 6 0. But it's good to see a haul and a hat trick. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not very much so. Dinatale's first the Christmas one was, was absolutely brilliant. Dinatale's an absolute textbook Italian gripper. Yeah. He's like, he's like 33 <laughs> now, he must be 33. I remember when he was at like, Empoli, he was a great player, but he's old now. He's still tearing it. It's, it's, goals, it's, it's his first header. Yeah. Yeah. beautiful. A glancing header. Yeah. Bottom, right bottom, bottom right. Yeah. Oh, that, that's, that's you like glancing else. I do like glancing header, but yeah, that's why you, you, that you miss Sir Les. <laughs> Sanchez scored from a very silly angle as well, for yeah, his third or his fourth. It's just brilliant. Mm. I wonder what will, what will happen with him. He's, he's still quite young, isn't he? 22, 23, is Yeah, he? he's young. They're going to do well to keep hold of him, I think. Interrupt a second. Yeah. I mean, Napoli have a game in hand, but they're still. I'd love to see Napoli win it. I've said it before, I'll say it again. I'd yeah. love to see that. Oh, not like Towns Milan. No, come on, Napoli. <laughs> it's different. Diego's Napoli, whether yeah. he's there or not. Oh, yeah. He'd be he over will, there. Diego will be the first one up to collect the trophy. He'd be yeah. over there straight away. And then yeah. they'll take the trophy off of him yeah. to pay for Taxes, his taxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, oh, speaking of Zlatan, he's had another dick at Guardiola. Of course he oh, excellent. I don't know why he's going on about this, but we will tell you. Because he's, he's still a Barcelona lunatic. And he's still a Barcelona player, effectively, isn't he? He's basically making sure that Milan sign him. Yeah. He's burning his bridges. Huh. He said, I, Barcelona, I understand how football and things can change so fast. My problem was with one man, <laughs> the philosopher. <laughs> <laughs> he said, uh, that, oh, he was comparing Mourinho to Guardiola as well. And he said he, he would have killed uh, for Mourinho. I think he means that literally. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that might need to happen. Honorary jiu jitsu skills. Um, he, said, he said, the motivation he gave me and for how he used to stimulate me. With the <laughs> other, he didn't even doesn't refer to Guardiola, he just says, with the other, there was football but a coach must adapt his play to suit the players especially after spending 70 million euros on one <laughs> man great oh. stuff he won't let it lie will he no he's like Larry David yeah, he is he, like Larry he, David he won't let anything go no. he has to cut past comment on it even when he's right he makes himself wrong <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> superb Del Piero has offered to sign a blank Juventus contract He's 36 now. He just wants Is he to saying that on. so he can then fill in the details himself? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure a lot of players would like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's what he's, uh, he, he talked about his deep love for the club. Yeah. Yeah. Deep I, think, love. I mean, he's he stuck with them when they were in Serie B and stuff. And he's been it's, there for it's nice donkey's years. Mm. He's been criticised, isn't he, for sort of like holding out for loads of money and stuff. And he's claiming that's not true. And I think given what he's given to Juventus, that's really harsh. Yeah, I think so. He has basically said that I could, have, I, I could have one last big paycheck, but he's basically said, I'm, I don't want that. I just want yeah. to stay at Juventus on it. Ian Wright used to famously not look at his contract, did he? He used to go in there and sign it, apparently. There was no negotiation process. He used to go in there and sign it, so yeah, that's fine. Interesting. I think that's probably because he started off quite late and he was quite pleased to be a footballer yeah. in, in, in principle. Yeah, but will Del Biero have a glittering television career after? Well, here's hope. Well, isn't he pals with Noel Gallagher? They could start a band, man. Yeah. 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 Noel Gallagher's nothing on at the moment. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. That'd be good. That'd be good. Like, would be good. Live from Studio Chi? What's five? What's five? <laughs> I can't talk that Cinco in Spanish Cinquini Germany are going to get one of uh, Italy's Champions League spots mm. Mm. It's about time unfortunately for Italy yeah. Yeah. Uh, That comes into effect next season doesn't it? Yeah, 2012 right? The only thing that stopped it before was the Inter, Inter winning the Champions League wasn't it? Yeah, I believe mm. so Yeah, Germany moved up to third in UEFA's coefficient ranking It's a great league the Bundesliga as we always say so it's fair place yeah. it, could, it could mark a bit of a, well it obviously is marking a bit of a power shift but German teams you know other than buying to the final last year they, they've, they've been poor in, in Europe in like over the sort of the past decade really and it'd be, be interesting to see if they yeah. sort of uh, mm. well, that extra decide, place yeah. will help them uh, but going back a bit further than that you had obviously Dortmund did well in the Champions well, exactly League. yeah but it, as, as we know things go in cycles and the, yeah. the English League's been, been great whereas before it wasn't so much and 
Mm. So yeah, three teams from the Bundesliga will go straight into the first round group stages with one in the preliminary rounds, whereas it'll only be two Italian clubs. I think that's oh, fair you've enough. You've got to be gutted, haven't you, if you're chasing fourth in Italy? Yeah, yeah. I, I love. Um, I love the Italian league. I, I, it's got a lot of uh, nostalgia for me, but I think that's fair. It's, a fair yeah. it's obviously done in a very mathematical process. There's nothing you can say about yeah, it. Yeah, really. that, 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 it has to work like that. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, mm. me and uh, me and Luke were having an argument whether Lucas Pozolski's goal for uh, Cologne at the weekend. Uh, in the oh, Pudelski's goal. You said it was a chip. It wasn't a chip. I, I'm with Luke on this, mate. It, it was, was a lob. lob. Yeah. yeah, it's a lob, definitely. A chip right. is a golf shot. It's effectively mm. a golf shot. But it was side footed, so that makes it a lob. Mm. It was a lob. We no, it's a lob. It We're not arguing about it. Was lob. Bouncing, wasn't he it? did a lob anyway. Yeah, it was a lob. Yeah, it was a, <laughs> nice <laughs> it was a lob. Superb finish. <laughs> it really was. Uh, right, Brazil. Ronaldinho. He scored a beautiful free kick in the uh, the final uh, of the first phase of the Rio State Championship. So they've won their first trophy. Great mm. stuff. So he's off and running. Been there for like 10 minutes, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. He's already yeah. won something. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely superb. Right, now, we mentioned Chechnya last week. Of course, there was uh, rumours of the Brazilian 2002 World Cup team going there. Well, mentioned Chechnya. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wrong on so many levels. <laughs> <laughs> Ramzam um, Kadyrov, the Chechnya leader, has reportedly offered, and it's the first one that's come in, <laughs> Ronaldo to play for Terek Gros- uh, Grosny. The, you mean he's offered Ronaldo money? Eight million dollars, uh, I think. Mm. Eight million dollars, and that's under Hullet. But yeah. isn't isn't his plan for them to, to get them over to play this like um like this friendly and just basically not let Ronaldo leave? <laughs> so, yeah. try and That'd be a better way to do it, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> not Bella Gutman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think to that? Would you like to see Ronaldo doing that? Not really. No. No, I like. We I put like him in the dwarf again now. Yeah. yeah. Stop it. I like, I like him. I like to think of him out and just enjoying himself in Brazil. Exactly. I, yeah. I don't see Tarek Grosny the best of times. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see him now. I'm not going to see him play. Am no. I? Do you no, know what? Grosny TV. <laughs> um, now, uh, Ramzan, he's a, he's a funny character. He. Um, recently, he was talking about the possibility of acquiring another wife. <laughs> he said, I'm looking, but I can't find a pretty one. Um, and then when someone asked, what did your wife make of all this? He said, well, if she was against polygamy, I wouldn't have married her in the first place. <laughs> wow. wow. So that's the type of bold. man he is indeed. Put, put eight million uh, quid out. Hmm. Sure, you'd have well, maybe shooters. that's what he's doing. Yeah, <laughs> that leads us neatly on to the emails. Look inside your inbox. Tell us what you find This is the football ramble And it's email time what a jingle Amazing mm, The best one we've worst. had By a long way Easily the best one we've Good had work. The bar has been raised <laughs> Unbelievable <laughs> scenes Thank you very much Benjamin Bloom uh, Who is a touring uh, musical artist You can find him at facebook.com Forward slash Benjamin Bloom Music so very nice that was Excellent indeed. stuff yeah. really was good Indeed Pitsky Shall I go first? What have you got for us? Boston This is from uh, Zach Sim From Wellington New Zealand Good oh, name Good name Ramaphos Ho oh. I thought you might like A small update on the A-League And some of the truly Classic commentary We get treated to Down under Well you were right <laughs> Central Coast Mariners And Brisbane Raw Recently played out The first playoff semi Over two legs After Brisbane The best team in the league This year by some distance Won their away leg 2-0 Almost everybody Has written off The Mariners As having no chance Of reaching the final However after 45 minutes At Suncorp Stadium The Mariners had pulled The aggregate score Back to 2 all And looked more Than comfortable when the second half began, the commentators started rolling out some instantly classic phrases. After one commentator ac- accused Brisbane of playing like nervous Nellies, uh, his, partner, <laughs> his partner in crime chipped in with my new favourite saying, Brisbane are playing like they've got a two-goal gorilla in the backyard. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
a two-goal gorilla in the backyard. Uh, then expressed genuine disappointment that Bosnich failed to provide his back-to-the-action guys catchphrase after he brought some news from the sideline. As Brisbane got back into the game, one pundit was heard to say, there's not a cigarette paper between these teams. <laughs> and as the replay for Brisbane's equaliser hit our screens, one commentator was heard to say, he stuck that one where the spiders live. <laughs> Corner. I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one. Yeah. Which, as uh, I would expect you football experts to know, is in the top corner. Wow. <laughs> oh, very there good. we go. Uh, keep up the good rambling, lads, and may your backyards remain goal gorilla free. <laughs> Thank <laughs> I, you very much, Zach. I don't know whether I want a goal gorilla in my guard or not because I can't fully work out what it is. If you could score more goals, you'd be a goal gorilla, I, I think. I would, yeah. yeah. Never mind. Indeed. Right then, Jimbo. Ramble forth, hell. I thought I might alert your attention to the fantastically bad tattoo John Carew has recently got on the back of his rather high up head uh, <laughs> the Norwegian striker has um, well we'll have looked at it oh. the Norwegian striker has Mavi Mez Regles um uh, I believe that's the wrong the pronunciation, pronunciation uh, <laughs> which theoretically should translate as my life, my rules. However, a professor at Oslo University has pointed out the fact that the use of the accent over the word regles means Carew's motto translates a little bit differently. Apparently by using an acute accent instead of a grave accent, Carew's poetic words translate literally as either my life, my period, or my <laughs> life, my menstruation. Cheers. <laughs> that is an error. That is from Matt. <laughs> if that's true, that is an error. Yeah, that is. On his head as well. Definitely. Yeah. On the back of his head. Get it it's right. Just, yeah. I'm speaking as a man with the cat and the hat on my leg. That is a bad tattoo. Pete is the bastion of bad tattoos. Hey! (laughs) I never got anything written on it. (laughs) (laughs) Tom was telling me um, when he was in uh, last year of secondary school. Him and his mates were having a game of cards, and they the, the loser had to get a tattoo done. And this lad, he went down to the last and he's and he he got the tattoo done. It was a Chinese symbol, and uh, did it mean cliche? Ooh. (laughs) It was uh, <laughs> no, he didn't know what it meant. He just said, oh, "I quite like that one." And then, and then later, some of the Chinese lads at school were laughing, saying, "You just got the word cabbage written on it." <laughs> <laughs> Which was <laughs> great. It's, it, I was I like thinking about penis it or something like that, but it's quite innocent. Yeah, it makes yeah. It quite nice. Right, yeah. 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 Cabbages are never innocent. <laughs> Wow, that was oddly Strange. sinister. Yeah. Luke. Yes, if you remember last week, uh, James or Jim said if you email in with be a gooner, be a giver in the subject line uh, of your email, you will win a nice little goodie bag and a couple of tickets to see the charity comedy gig that we're all going to next Monday in London at the Comedy Store. Um, the lucky winner is uh, Ken Cross. Go so, on, Ken. well done, Ken. Uh, we'll mm. be in touch to let you know how to get your tickets yeah. and, the, and, your, and your booty. Yeah, it's almost mm. sold out as well, it's worth pointing out. So, if you do want to go Look get on that. your tickets now, there's, uh, there's myself. There's Milton Jones, there's Jack Whitehall, there's Carl Donnelly who's going to be doing it in a Spurs shirt. So go and get him. Uh, Luke, get Luke. You point at yourself again. You're not. You're not on the bill. I'm going to do. I'm going to hold cart in the toilet drunkenly. I've got a few things to get off my chest too. What's all this about toilets, eh? <laughs> Good. Good one, Pete. See, Pete, you mm. might get on now. Sweet. There you go. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. And today we have a man called William Ralph Dean, otherwise known as Dixie Dean. Dean. <laughs> they called for it. The the goal for machine. It. They demanded it. Was he the goal machine before Brian Dean? Goal machine. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I worry about. <laughs> the goal in goal machine. <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, do you know what? I'm going to say it. England's greatest ever goal scorer. Oh, bold. 
Prove it. What do you think about that? I say prove it. <laughs> <laughs> I say thank you for giving me the chance. <laughs> um, I say thank you, Dixie. <laughs> yeah, that's it. This is all about Dixie Dean. Greasy's furious. Yeah, well... Well, shh, don't it, tell him. He'll have his moment. Don't tell him. He's had his moment. Yeah. <laughs> and what a moment it was. But this is Bill Dixie Dean. He started his football career. Oh, he was born on the 22nd. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not the first time I've done that. I apologise to Grand everybody dad. on behalf of the Speller clan. Um, born on the 22nd of January 1907. Just over 60 years before the summer of love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We shall test you. And I don't think that's yeah. a coincidence. No. <laughs> um, I'd be surprised if it was. <laughs> I don't know how you'd prove such a thing. <laughs> well, allow me. With goals. Yeah. Uh, he started his football career at Tranmere Rovers uh, in 1923. His first uh, season there, uh, his, uh, 30 appearances, 27 goals. A good start. Hitting, <laughs> hitting the ground scoring. Given yeah, yeah. that he started when he was about 16. So, yeah, that, that was over a two-year period, 23 to 25. Uh, a, a brilliant, brilliant start. <laughs> you can't deny. Yeah. Um, he only wears down, really, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Well, 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 his case. well, yeah. well, well. Um, he, uh, he then went to Everton, which is, of course, where he's... Uh, uh, extremely fondly remembered, and uh, he moved there in 1925 for £3,000, which was a lot of money back then. It was indeed. Uh, That'd be a lot for me now. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't afford to sign him now. No. Um, he, he scored in his first full season uh, at Everton 32 goals. Mm. It's not <laughs> often, his best season, though, is it, Mark? Often no. running. No. Yeah. And, and he was how old at that point? Uh, he He'd w- still have been quite young, wouldn't he? Yeah, he was, what, the 18? Still learning this trade. Yeah. Um, in 1926, he had a serious motorcycle accident. He fractured his skull and jaw. Doctors were surprised he lived through it and said, well, he'll never play football again. Mm. Again, a trailblazer. Yeah. Footballers yeah. do that all the time now. Louis yeah. Saha did it this week, but yeah. they just walk away like without a scratch. So Louis, Louis, Sa- Louis Saha gets injured all the time, and he just walks completely scot-free away from a car crash. They all do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Charlie Davis didn't do it. He was very badly injured. But it's, it's uh, <laughs> true. It's it's um it, yeah. It just it's like doctors like look as they walk out. Don't ever play football again. Mm. He's sort of like <laughs> yeah. good doctor, not such a good judge of character. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I do what I like. Yeah, mm, that's what he and he liked goals. So he went and got them. Uh, he, oh, what a player he became. Um, incidentally, his heading was was so good that many people thought that after. That accident in the hospital, they must have put a steel plate in his forehead. <laughs> but, which, which wasn't, of course, not. If you true. watch the highlights of what I think is the 1933 FA Cup final, just headers. <laughs> just headers <laughs> all over the place. It's it a like, rock hard ball as well, they yeah. loved it. Yeah. That's it, that's it. So, oh, they thought proving put, your manhood to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> they thought he put like, a metal plate in it, it was scar tissue. Mainly scoring goals of scar tissue. It was swelling that never went down. <laughs> yeah. Now, George Camsell uh, for Middles. Scored 59 league goals in the 1926-27 season. Not good. A show in for the Columbus. Not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it was worth at was, least three grand. No, and, and that was, of course, <laughs> that was, of course, a new record, which is an unbelievable achievement. Now, if you'd done that, you'd think, oh, hey, it's going to take a while to beat that hope one. for his sake that he did not have OCD. <laughs> yeah. Drive you mad forever. <laughs> yeah. If you put away 59 league goals, you'd think that'll take a while for someone to break it. Yeah. <laughs> 12 months. <laughs> 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 because in the 1927-1928 season, Dixie Dean had other ideas. He scored 16 goals in his first nine games, <laughs> in call, including a glut in a 5-2 win against Manchester United. Good. Wow. Got all five. Um, he just scored for fun. Uh, now, with Three games to go of that season, he needed nine goals to reach 60. 
nine and three. That's what he needed. So he got two in the first game. <laughs> oh God! And then he got four in the next one. So they, <laughs> they play Arsenal on the last day of the season. He needs a hat. Uh, Herbert Chapman's Arsenal, I believe so. Yeah. Mm. Um, Certainly was it uh, seasons later, and and so he needed a hat trick, uh, and and of course Everton won the league, and so he, he scored uh, in the first half. He got oh, sorry, he scored two. He got a penalty as well, uh, and then eight <laughs> minutes from the end, he uh, boof header into the goal. You got the three. Got the had had Sep made like the goals, the whole like one side of the pitch a goal <laughs> that <laughs> season. I was about to say Sep wasn't around him. Well, but that's what, yeah. that yeah. was yeah, my yeah, job. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, Sixty goals. In, in one Stang- season that will, which never is be, a record, that will never be beaten Which is st- still stands today Can you <laughs> it's, imagine it's, that? it's a record Europe wide as well Yeah mm. Can you imagine like um, Camsel How annoyed he, Like 12 <laughs> months <laughs> With 59 goals and yet, how well, long? He's got those 12 months You can't do that away from him Well you can't I, gu- I guess they must have expected That people were like We're calling 100 goals by now mm. yeah, In the yeah. future of football Yeah Definitely But I mean when you look at the season Rooney had um, Like obviously not this year But last year When he had a really good season And um, the season Ronaldo had As yeah. well Before he went to Madrid And just the way They were both Absolutely playing out of their skin mm. Getting like In the 40s Like just yeah. busting a gut Basically yeah. playing as well As you feasibly could just, yeah. I That's still nowhere near 60 It's unreal I bet the yeah. Sheeran in the, Just put in together. the league <laughs> <laughs> No just in the league yeah. Well Messi Messi seems sort of hell bent On trying to break that record this <laughs> Yeah uh, but, but on when, when he was asked about that Years later he said People ask me if that 60 goal record Will ever be beaten I think it will but There's only one man will do it And that's the fellow That walks on water I think he's the only one <laughs> <laughs> Messi but, right Yeah, yeah that's right Um so yeah he was, of course he was allowed to leave the pitch early after doing that to get the standing ovation but yeah. apparently the crowd just went mental yeah but they did the Gino- Ginola-esque Ginola-esque <laughs> now incredibly um, Everton were actually relegated only two years later but uh, they were straight back um, into Division 1 the following season didn't get in 37 goals yeah, good, season, just good. you know You'd think, you'd only just over it. half. Yeah. <laughs> That's a step down. He should be scoring more. Yeah, he's a lower league as well. <laughs> yeah. um, but he did score in twelve successive league matches, which I think might be another unbeaten record. It's certainly um, one hell of a mean feat. Um, now, uh, when it, it was nineteen thirty-one, thirty-two league season. And uh, Everton Newly promoted They won the first division uh, Against Herbert Chapman's Arsenal mm. By two points 45 oh, goals Oh that's when they played Pete Chapman That's yeah, right yeah. 45 goals in 38 games That season uh, And Everton became One of the Only a few clubs To have won the second division And the first division In consecutive seasons Yeah uh, Absolutely incredible He left Everton In 1937 um, That was He was Calming down then Injuries and whatnot. It was towards the end Of his career uh, But he, he had 433 appearances For them And 383 goals Get, get in there Reports that it includes 37 hat-tricks <laughs> <laughs> wow. I wonder if that's a record yeah. Yeah. It's got to be near the top Isn't it Let's yeah. assume Everything is a record <laughs> Until someone writes in And tells otherwise uh, You'll be surprised uh, You won't be surprised That he's uh, Everton's All-time leading scorer Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so yeah Absolutely incredible And as I said Injuries began to take their toll And he was sold to Notts County Ahead of But they um, won the 1933 FA Cup They sure did 3-0 Against yeah. City wasn't it Manchester City. City Yeah 37-38 yeah. um, 30, season Went to Notts County um, He was, only played for them Nine games And, and got three goals Which is a shocking And his career Kind of wound down He played for England 16 times And scored 18 goals Wow <laughs> You know That's ridiculous yeah. I suppose There wouldn't have been As many internationals around no, which would no. explain why it's such a sort of small amount of caps. No, no, very true. But uh, his his um, 
his name was known uh, through far and wide. I mean, and I think this lovely little story uh, tells it. Well, lovely, obviously, you make up your own minds. But uh, when uh, British soldiers were in Libya in 1940, they, um, they, they kidnapped an Italian. Uh, he became an Italian prisoner of war. And when they captured this Italian soldier, and you'll have to excuse my language here, the soldier said on, on uh, capture, fuck your Winston Churchill and fuck your Dixie Dean. <laughs> God. <laughs> Wow. So, yeah. Um, and they had a belated testimonial match at uh, Goodison in 1964. Uh, and in 2001, uh, of course, the uh, Dixie Dean statue was erected outside the mm. stadium with the inscription, Footballer, Gentleman, Evertonian. In 2002, um, Dixie Dean became an in- inaugural inductee to the English Football Hall of Fame. Mm. So he'd be uh, in another Hall He's of Fame in just a moment. Done the warm up. Yeah. Uh, he actually he died of a heart attack at Goodison Park um, during a Merseyside derby in 1980. Apt. Um, but uh, in- incredibly, Bill Shankly, speaking at a pre-match dinner before that game, said of Dixie Dean, "He belongs to the company of the supremely great, like Beethoven, Shakespeare, and Rembrandt." High praise well, indeed from the great Liverpool man. man. Yeah, Liverpool man. Right, yeah. Great stuff. Incredible. Then comes Dixie Dean to the Dean Windass Hall of Fame. And not before time. The Dixie Dean Windass Hall of Fame. So you can all stop emailing us now. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you've uh, had a nice time. The email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com and the website is thefootballramble.com. James or Jim, what's going on over there? Uh, well, the blogs are there, and I'm going to give you a little roundup. Uh, in this week's Ramble blog, I hide from the fallout of the Carling Cup. Andy Brassel goes on a European adventure with a cast of Ramble listeners, and James Appel explores the harsh rigours of Russian pre season. That is particularly interesting, as always, uh, with James Appel. Uh, elsewhere, Chris Nee explains how the flamboyant mayor of Las Vegas wants an MLS team in his city Steve Grant looks at how uh, Millwall's on-field progress has been overshadowed because of recent unsavoury events there's actually there's another piece about Millwall isn't there sort of mm. kind of standing up for them yeah. as well um, both sides of the debate mm. yeah and that's, that's from Charlie Mahoney as well so get yourself over to the Ramble blog there's plenty to look at um, also, you may or may not be aware that every Friday we do a little bit of Ramble Extra, sort of 10 or 15 minutes extra material. Um, it used to be on 442.com. Well, it's on the footballramble.com now. Mm. Wow. So Taking this, it back. <laughs> <laughs> Taking the power back, baby. Got the, <laughs> so this Friday. Got the bus across the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the information superhighway. And so on Friday, <laughs> come across to the footballramble.com and you'll hear us talking about things like FC St. Pauli. Mm. Yeah, uh, a former Colombian international and Pete favourite opening a bar in Newcastle City Centre. So that's Friday around Who could lunch. That be? Who could it it's be? Carlos Valderrama. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it was Alan Valderrama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, around lunchtime on Friday, footballramble.com Ramble Extra. Ramble Extra in your face, indeed. bitches. And remember, um, <laughs> the football ramble uh, dot I played yesterday and uh, didn't do too well. <laughs> okay. Good. That money he lost could have been yours listening. <laughs> That's right. In fact, it almost certainly was in some cases. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Say goodbye, James. Goodbye, James. Say goodbye, Pete. Laters. Say goodbye, Luke. Uh, bye. And it's goodbye from me. We're all off to play for Craig Brown and Archie Knox. Cheers. <laughs> Padu,
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.